All right. All right. We, we, I don't know what just happened. There's some technical difficulties, and we're going to see what happens on this recording, but we're going to do our best. If it's not the best quality this episode, just know we tried. <laughs> oh, my God. You are so, so smart. It's like you're really old and wise. It's mm. like you're a full year older than you were the last time we recorded this podcast. That's not really how time works, but yes, my age is different than it was the last time. It has been my birthday. Happy birthday to Happy me. birthday to Matt Palmer. Thank you so much. I mean, it's been wonderful, and I'm glad that we're celebrating my birthday by recording our two. 100th podcast episode today how do you feel matt Steele? exhausted and tired and if i could feel emotions then i would feel all of them but right now i feel none of them oh good why what's wrong with your emotional capacity i'm tired (laughs) okay i'm old and tired that makes you have no emotions interesting yes i didn't know this about you yes it's not emotions taking me over Mm, well well, do you have work tomorrow maybe you could sleep in i do have work tomorrow in the morning no at night oh well there you go you can sleep in i guess but i do have jury duty this week so i have to call in do every you day really oh that's I, I know guys my life sucks well, thank you for listening hopefully they don't call, you call every day and they don't need you that's I happened know. to me the last time i did it i know i, I but knowing my luck we'll see guys we'll see <laughs> stay tuned just, just expecting the worst it could be great it could be great it, it could, could be, be great, great. <laughs> lord please when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. It's Matt Palmer. And as we said in the intro, it is our 200th podcast. We started this podcast well, over 200 weeks ago, but like yes. we've had 200 amazing episodes yes. that we, where we're you know spilling our heart and I can't wait to for 200 more. It's going to be great. And as we all know, Matt Palmer's birthday was April 29th. Yes, and so you know, we're coming down from the high of that. Yes. And how, how do you feel, Matt Palmer? How was your birthday week? My birthday week has been lovely. I uh, feel like it started with such a bang and maybe we should just jump into it because I feel like a lot of people want to hear what we think of Kelly Clarkson's birthday at the Belasco. So, um, wait, wait, are you saying that people think that Kelly Clarkson's birthday is more important than your birthday? No, but does I'm, Kelly Clarkson have 200 podcasts? Uh, she doesn't, but I mean, we're discussing the birthday week and this is the first part of it. So, I think okay. people want to hear how we feel and I've got to say. So I bought tickets to see Kelly Clarkson at the Belasco, knowing that she was going to be premiering her entire new album. Our lovely friend Jimmy posted a link in the Discord and was like, hey, these tickets go on sale in 40 minutes. She's going to be performing at a venue in L.A. called the Belasco, and she's going to be singing and filming the entire album. And I was like, you know what? If these tickets are $100 or less, I will buy them and we will go. They were $100 exactly. So I was like, I will buy them and we will go. (laughs) Oh, okay. So how come I Venmo'd you more than $100? Oh, because of all of the service fees. And also remember when we parked and I paid $30 to park? That was a part of that as well. I think you could have like done a girl a favor. No, sweetie. You uh, you know, we're here together. We were there together. You enjoyed it just as I did. And wow, wow, wow. We get there. We wait in line. We have to walk around a block a couple of times yeah. to get to the end of the line. Yeah. Because it was people were excited. And we were there before it was seven, weren't we? Weren't we there at like six forty or something? Oh yeah. I would say we were there at like six twenty five. I was thinking we were gonna be kind of close to the front of the line and it was not the case. It was not, but yet we were somehow like kind of close ish to the stage when we entered. I know. Because for some reason when people like enter the building of like a concert, they don't just immediately go right to their which spot. Is wild. Which I found for the Spice Girl line too, when I saw the Spice girls i was like how come people aren't just immediately going right to the front and standing there and i i realized there was like a chemistry installation where you could like recreate her uh album cover which is cute Mm. and adorable and amazing we'll recreate it on our own time (laughs) i completely agree so we ran in there matt steel was like i'm not going to the bathroom and i was like well i'm not getting a drink (laughs) we found our spots and we also i must say met a lot of people who had seen our videos in line and so that was very kind thank you Mm -hmm. so much for coming up and saying hi i'm glad you enjoy us and we also met our king adam parnell for the first time in person We've shouted him out for years because he's been a patron and a friend for such a long time. It was great. Um, And so there we are. We're waiting inside, excited for Kelly to go on. And I feel like she was supposed to go on at 830 and at like 831, like the prompt queen who is a mother who has to go back to her kids. She begins. She gets on that stage. The band comes out. The strings come out. And we're like, oh, my God. I did not believe we were getting a live string quartet moment. And... 
She, it basically is starting with the songs that include strings because she's like, uh, we only have the strings for a certain amount of time. They're not on every song and we don't want to pay them for this full two hours or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, yes. And Kelly begins and she begins a cappella, and she sings the song that, you know, spoiler alert, maybe I'm wrong, but from my first listen, the best song on the album not just the best song on the album, but me and Matt Palmer are calling that it probably will be our top song of 2023. Absolutely. Skip this part was like such an incredible, unbelievably emotional and orchestral and melodic moment. She explains that she's like, when I started going to therapy, which, you know, I'm very LA, I'm going to the therapy to get over this big life change. Um, I, Wanted to just skip the hard part. I wanted to skip the part where I was upset and everything was bad and all this. And how can I do that? And the therapist yeah. is like, you actually need to work through the emotions. Uh, <laughs> it's like you have to go through like processing. Because the thing is like we've all been in ex- had experiences where we have gone through like a breakup or something. And you go through the weeks of processing it in yes. your brain and going through the emotions and like trying to answer questions that you'll never get answers to. Yes. And, and, and then, you know, years down the road, you wake up and you're like, oh, am I over this? <laughs> Mostly. Mostly, yes. <laughs> you never are fully over it, but at least you've begun the but process. you want to skip that whole part. And, and so that is the song. And she has to restart this song two separate times because she gets emotional and kind of starts tearing up. And she's like, don't tell anyone. I want everyone. <laughs> it's going to be cut together so beautifully. I want people to think I was like Beyonce. But And she was like, and I was so proud of rehearsals. I was singing all of these songs that are about this like devastating moment in my life. And like, I wasn't having any sort of feeling. And she was just like, oh, God damn it. Why did I have to like start with this song? that I knew I was going to cry through right. and everything but it's like there was no other way to open no. that concert like this was the right this is the right song to open that concert yes. with this is the right song to open the album with because it is an opening it, absolutely and it's like it's in 3-4 time I've uh, read people uh, comparing it to Merry Christmas Baby from the last Christmas record which I think is apt it's very orchestral it's just so melodic and well sung and like I before we went was watching her 2011 Troubadour performance that's on YouTube and she Truly, at this very moment, has never sounded better. The vocals she was giving throughout the evening, but again, beginning with, I skipped this part, were like otherworldly. Like, how are you in this industry? You've been singing on tour all of the time. And you still sound this good. You sound better than ever. Ever. And th- and she's singing every day on her talk show yes. and everything. It's just like, how, how, how? Like, to me, skip this part. It's obviously the song writing itself is amazing. Her vocals are amazing. Yes. But just the way the song builds at the yes. end was the most unexpected thing I could have possibly imagined it's i compared it to me it feels like her happier than ever Mm. like in the way it just builds and is filled with such rage and emotion at the end and just the band was just rocking out so hard and the theater was just full it was just a wall of sound hitting you and it's phenomenal when that change comes that it's going to be kind of like mine it's like oh she's doing something different for the bridge but it's like oh no the rest of this song is going to be in the angry mode everyone buckle the fuck up yeah iconic opening there are many highlights on the album her performances of mine and me were absolutely excellent she sings a song called down to you which i guess is track five on the record i'm looking at the track list now which i think is so kelly Mm -hmm. there's like a really cool speed song moment after the chorus i'm really excited to hear that song i think this whole stretch that goes lighthouse rock Mm -hmm. hudson my mistake red flag collector and i hate love oh that whole stretch is like songs that are all so incredible and i cannot believe that we get them all in a row my like red flag collector I think is the one where she's like, you know, play Wild West or uh, play Cowboy in the Wild Wild West or whatever. It's like, she's like, I'm, it's tongue in cheek. Yes, I was angry writing this. Yes, I was mocking this person. Mm-hmm. But, it it comes out so beautiful. It's a very angry song, but it's also really fun and it like is. and like tongue in cheek. It, it's it is tongue in cheek. It's so great melodically. It, a red flag collector was definitely one of my favorites. Yes. I also lighthouse was one of my favorites. That's I the hate one that she described as like the saddest song she's ever written. And it's like, girl, but after because of you and piece by piece, <laughs> I know. Like, how are we to survive? I know. I also really loved magic. I think the verses and the pre-chorus in magic, especially, are so wonderful. There's a great line in magic where where she says, "You were were." I think it's in magic. Maybe mm. it's if I'm wrong, cracking, but where she sings that. Uh, you were worth the road to maybe. And oh, I'm just like, oh, I think that's a beautiful way of putting it. Is it is a beautiful sentiment. Yeah. Rock Hudson, the theme is very much like, 
why how can you think we're okay when all you do is smile for the cameras and people on the outside are thinking like oh they seem fine they're so together but it's like no we need to be happy in our actual lives we can't just be like putting on performance much like she was in love with rock hudson as a young person but she was just singing the glossy exterior what's happening inside is different yeah i i'm just i'm so excited to hear the fully produced album to see what it sounds like on record uh because live the album is just a smash like it's so so great and she should be so proud of herself because these songs are so over and then the way she performed it was just so phenomenal vocally she has again never sounded never sounded better and this uh, is a woman who has sounded great for her entire career and this is the peak of it I just I can't wait for everyone to hear it and I can't wait to hear it again the only melody I still remember is like doesn't the skip this part have a moment that's like can I just skip this part oh that is the melody (laughs) a moment that is the melody that's the melody I just want to make sure I remember but everything spoiler alert guys sorry but Everything else is kind of muddled in my head. And so I'm like, oh, I wish I could hear the songs again right now. I feel like I remember the melody of Skip This Part so yes. well. I mean, she did start it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I remember the melody of the chorus of Red Flag Collector very, mm. very well. Like, yeah, but guys, at the end of the day, having skipped this part is a blessing. Yes. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, Skip This Part is something to look forward Absolutely. to. Absolutely. The whole album is going to be excellent. Everyone count down till June 23rd because we are very excited and th- I'm so happy to be there with Kelly. And then she ended with a, her rock live version of Miss Independent and Since You've Been Gone. So. Oh yeah, because during the concert she was like bantering with the audience uh, saying that, oh, it's so annoying how like when singers uh, don't perform like their biggest hits in concert and everything. Right. And she's like, I always hate it when they do that. Like one time I saw you too and they didn't sing I don't know, whatever. with or without you yes they didn't sing this song and I was really like annoyed by it and everything and she's like I mean I guess that's what I'm kind of doing because <laughs> none of, like I'm not singing any of my biggest hits for you guys I'm singing songs that y'all actively don't know yet but and that's everything. different and then, and then at the end after we thought she was done she was just like guys I'm not going to be a tool <laughs> and she just went into Miss Independent yes. and then into Since You've Been Gone and it was like Yes. Brilliant. Brilliant. So, Kelly, congratulations. We were so happy to have been there. And to all the Kelly Clarkson Show producers that we met there and enjoyed our reactions, thank you. And if ever you need someone to hang out with Kelly, just like do anything backstage with her, we're available. Oh, yes. <laughs> what, an, what an important job that is. I know. She doesn't have enough people I back there that's the thing. hanging out with her. Who's going to hang out with Kelly? I know. We're the hanger outers. We're happy to be that. <laughs> oh, if I could pay, get paid just to hang out with people. Hello. I mean, I get paid to hang out with you. I yeah. Guess. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, oh, wait, before we jump into the news for yet, I feel like I should talk about more about my birthday week. Nothing really <laughs> happened for the rest of the week. But uh, on Friday, uh, what did I do? Oh, on Friday, I took the day off mm-hmm. and I got some coffee, got, you know, food around the block. It just was like a very low key birthday observed for me because it's like I don't like to go to my work on my birthday. And so, sure, my birthday is a Saturday, but like I shouldn't be working on Friday. I'm taking it off. Okay. Did that. And uh, we went to Jackson's cousin uh, goes to USC and he's in a sketch comedy group and we saw his sketch comedy show and that was great um and then um we came back here and uh well actually went to sugarfish that sushi restaurant that i like oh girl fancy we just, birthday we just walked in and i was like are they gonna and we were so late because we had just come from this comedy show and i was like is it gonna be too late are they even gonna seat us we will probably be waiting for a while we walk in and she's like just two of you okay let me seat you right down i was like mm, happy birthday to you it really was a wonderful birthday yeah. and then saturday uh i had some people come over and then matt Steele and tw- 11 of our closest friends all went to schwartz and sandy's which is you know, ground zero for those of us following Vanderpump Rules this season and the Scandoval of it all. I realize I'm going to Tom Sandoval's restaurant, but I feel like it's important, much like when Lady Gaga went to the inauguration, how she was looking for clues about January 6th. I was looking for clues about Scandoval <laughs> at Schwartz and Sandy's, and it was, you know, a great evening. There was some table situation yes. that Matt Steele swooped in and helped out. How did you help everybody? Oh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> so uh, so they originally, I guess the reservation was for 11. It was for, well, no, it was always for 13. I said it could go down to 11, but I was like, emailed, followed up, like, no, it's going to be for 13. Well, baby, they gave us a table for not even 11, for about 10. Mm. And so, and, you know, we were like, oh, well, I mean, there's 13 of us that we said 13 and everything. And so they were just like, oh, we've never had a party this big, which like, I'm surprised by. <laughs> and so they were like, oh, well, we don't have any more tables. We don't know what to do. And so, and I could feel the panic coming out of, like, pouring <laughs> out of Matt Palmer's body. I didn't like that. It was just, and Matt Palmer, when something is stressful, and he's panicking. You feel it. You feel the, it. The room feels it. And so I was like, okay, let me, let's, you know, management will figure this out and everything. Yes. And it, it took a little while. It was taking a little too long. It was taking and too so long. And so I, and apparently I, I want to give our friend Tim credit. He apparently had this idea as well, but I, I don't remember him saying this idea, but I would say I was the one who. <laughs> 
vocalized this idea to everyone yes more, i was like well much like uh beyonce's brilliant idea in dream girls yes i got it <laughs> Turn the tables Turn around. The tables around. <laughs> Turn the tables around because the tables were, you know, a little they weren't perfect squares. Yes. And so when you turn them around, they become like a little longer. Yes. And so it makes the table a little bit table a little bigger. Yes. That's what we do, how we turn a four top table into a six top table at my mm. restaurant. And so I told the manager, I was like, well, why don't we just turn the tables around? And let me tell you, everyone who worked at that restaurant thought that I was the most brilliant human being on Absolutely. the planet. And I was like, oh, okay, well, thank you. If I, you know, if, if you want to hire me to work at this fancy <laughs> restaurant, I, hey. I, I'm a problem solver. I just saved his birthday. And if you need to get on the show to promote Two Game Mats, I think that would be a good thing. The only thing is I feel like if they hired you, they'd make you film with Tom and Raquel because who else from the cast is going to do that? Are you saying that I wouldn't? I, that I, I mean, yet? I hope you'd have some reservations knowing what they did. No. All right. Well. I'll film with them. And I'll, <laughs> I, but the thing is, I'll be confrontational because mm. I'll be on a reality show yes. and I'll be like this is my job to be confrontational so I'll pretend like I'm buddy buddy with them and mm. then suddenly be like you know what you did <laughs> alright well I can't wait season 11 is really coming in hot with the, Matt Steele <laughs> the thing is I'll be like you know what you did but do I really know what you did not really hey before you start filming I will give you a whole session on what happened and how it, how it all happened I've been saying it on the podcast but maybe you've been tuning me out <laughs> so I, I think it would be good no. for us to revisit that of course um, not and so that was a lovely birthday We I got some cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory we drank some champagne we played some video games afterwards and then today i had a full eight hours i went over to see my friend janie for a bit came back home and took another nap because i was like that was a late night and it's been a long honestly i feel like since the 10-year anniversary stream i feel like my brain and mind has just been going 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 and so I, i'm glad that i can be rested here with you today but it took me quite a bit to get there okay that's All right? that's good you, um, don't, you don't care about my week how was your week it was good <laughs> <laughs> I got, my, I got my car maintenance service done and everything. I need a new radiator. Oh, so that's going to be a lot of money. That's annoying. I know that sucks. Yeah. And then Friday, I hung out with my friends. And you know what? We'll save that for giving me moments because I don't have one. Oh, so, good. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you how the rest of my week was during giving me moments. I can't later wait in for the that. Podcast. Everyone hold your horses. Matt Steele's Friday yeah, coming up. <laughs> it's real intense, guys. Should we jump into the news radio? Sure. <laughs> All right. I know we've just been chatting for so long. But um, Rihanna's going to voice Smurfette. Is this new news? This is new news. I, it came out on April 27th. Uh, she's going to voice Smurfette in a new untitled animated Smurfs project. She'll also write and perform new original music for the film. Why do I feel like I've heard this before? I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm telling you now. Well, um, I'm glad someone can get acting work during this writer's strike. <laughs> apparently, she says that she's thrilled to be playing this blue badass in the reimagined Smurfs. I get to show up in my PJs in my third trimester. I hope this gives me cool points with my kids one day. I can't tell if someone wrote that as a joke on this article or if she really said that. But either way, I'm happy she gets to do something that their ki her kids can enjoy sooner rather than later. Yeah. When I requested new Rihanna music, this is not what I imagined. Okay. Like, I would love a real album, a real, not real, but like non-soundtrack, non-children, non-Black Panther music from her. Well, maybe would Rihanna's making the transition into like film score composer. I don't know that I need that. I actually like if Rihanna composed a whole film score, I think that'd be pretty badass. I'm sure it would be. I'd love more music. At least one more album before we do all of these extracurricular activities right <laughs> like let's just do our job like that's why we're here today because we're doing our job uh, yeah we you are know? doing our jobs 200 200, 200, 200 episode. exactly so until yeah. we get 200 albums from Rihanna yeah I don't think she's done so congratulations on landing the part but if you want to get in that studio too I wouldn't hate it okay uh New Little Mermaid information. There, are the new character posters are out. For, oh yes, um, all those sisters. Are a there. lot of sisters looking like a, a photo shoot from Cycle Six of America's <laughs> Next Top Model. I was like, uh, I was surprised they released that image. I found that <laughs> image to be very like, oh, I did I make this because it doesn't look great. <laughs> but I will say the uh, Ariel char character posters. There are a lot of really good ones, and her. <laughs> Part of your world, I find so incredibly beautiful. She released it, or Disney, whomever, released the Halley version of Part of Your World on streaming this week. And man, oh man, just truly brilliant. I haven't listened to it. I'm excited to hear the whole thing. I, You haven't listened to it? No. Oh, it's lovely. No, it really is a lovely, lovely rendition. Because I would like to see the movie, and I'm not one of you, not to like change the topic. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, it's sort of a similar topic, but yes. like all y'all who listened to that Defying Gravity Cynthia Erivo leak mm. from the Wicked movies, what were you thinking? I it was is happy a, to do it. It is a year and a half until the movie comes out. What 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 else is there to look forward to? <laughs> I mean, it was played at CinemaCon. My thought for, I mean, I'm not a movie person, but my thought for all of this is I don't like 
caring about something or knowing that other people are hearing something about something I love okay. and I not experiencing it. I can understand that, yes. but it's kind of just like, but that's, that's the, the biggest part of the movie to look forward to. Right. Like, why would you want that spoiled? Especially because you already know the story of Wicked. It's not like there's going to be plot spoilers. That, but it's not know. like we saw the performance. It was like sure. how I listened to And I Am Telling You before I saw Dreamgirls. Okay, but that, that was released like a week before Dreamgirls came out. It was, I know. A year and a half is a long time. Yes. And it's not like I, they played the full Defying Gravity. We just heard like the final riff or whatever. Yeah, like the great part. <laughs> <laughs> not that the whole song isn't great, but yes. like the part that you really want. So, I mean, I am excited to hear... or. Not sorry to hear, but to uh, to see uh, like how that's done and yes. everything. But still, like I, I would want the full. I, I'm not listening to that oh. until I see the movies. Do you feel that a, a way about the Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle <laughs> Bailey part of your world as well? Do you want to wait to see the movie for that? Sure. Okay. Yeah, I would say so. I, I would say because I care about Wicked more yes. <laughs> because I'm the musical theater fan more. Yes. Um, but still, yeah, I would want to see that in the movie. Okay. I don't know. Um, well, I'm excited to see it in the movie as well, and uh, I will say my only outstanding concern for Little Mermaid, those animal character posters are weird. They look weird. They look weird, and we're going to watch that crab with its little lifeless eyes perform a full song. Like I just, I'm nervous about the animals. Don't be nervous about the animals. I'm nervous about the animals. The animals wait, guys, every other Disney movie that people have been disappointed by... Everyone survived. Everyone survived, <laughs> Everyone but, survived. but it's like it's not. People aren't liking them as like good pieces of art. Okay, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, people survived. I want it to be good. Like, of course, yeah, yes. yeah. I I haven't seen like the past several Disney live action movies, so like I can't say I'm like super invested in wanting it to be good. Like, if it's mm. good, I'm excited. If it's not great, well, what can you do? I want it to be good because I only want good things for Halle Bailey. Yeah, truly. Um, in other news for idiots, Kesha is back. And she is a confirmed Kathy, she ladies and gentlemen. She is a confirmed Kathy. On my birthday observed, April 28th, <laughs> uh, we had just put out our uh, reaction to her two new singles, Fine Line and Eat the Acid. And we get a message on Instagram that I saw that said Kesha posted you to her story. And I was like, what? I did not wake up that morning expecting to find myself on Kesha's Instagram stories. I didn't either. And I, there's many funny things about this. A, I'm glad she liked the reaction and had fun watching it. B, I can't believe she heard us mishear that lyric so badly for the entire video. We're like, changed meat? What changed meat? <laughs> and she's like, I, you were insistent that it was meat. And I was like, I'm really, I know. But you didn't have another option. It's I, like you said the right lyric. I was suspecting it could have been changed me well, but like I, I still wasn't super clear as someone who verbalized that Schwartz and Sandy's the next day I'm glad you learned your lesson because you weren't verbalizing in the video thank you yes yeah, so if you need more feedback I'm happy to give it I, I was older <laughs> on Saturday than I was Friday <laughs> so I was more confident I do and, love the Grove yeah um but I, I love that and she has announced that the new album gag order is coming out May 19th if we're judging from these first two singles it's going to be a very different sound for her mm -hmm. uh, which I'm excited about but I also feel like there are people apparently not liking the songs you're like oh this is boring this is the cash that I want, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I think she has been through enough and has put out enough albums that it's like, she can make the music she wants to make. And it's also, it's still giving you melody yes. and like hook. Yes. Like even if sonically she's taking us into a different place, like if it was not melodically sound, we wouldn't have liked it. And yeah. we wouldn't be able to have sung along to it by the end of the song. Yeah. So I'm still very invested. If you're giving me melody, I can probably get on board. If your lyrics make sense and they very much do, I'm excited. When, when we understand what they are. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I even was on board with the changed meat. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> oh yeah. Because the hooks are great. And I love how she is taking this time, this album, this final, album of the record contract that she is under yes. to just be like fuck my record label I know like I think that is a brilliant way to go out I mean I do wonder are they going to promote it at all <laughs> but I you know that's not they, up to that's us. why we're here yes. okay that's why the two gay mats are here I know we'll promote it and we will be listening to it if Kesha's going to promote us we're going to promote Kesha okay I, mean, I will say I get back from Costa Rica on the 19th so if we do a live video reaction it'll have to be on the 20th oh I know just need to tell everybody beforehand I'm going to be on vacation from the 10th through the 19th so there will be a week of the podcast missing this album we'll have to deal with there's just gonna be but you know what have we not earned a vacation sure have we not earned a little Wait, bit of reprieve who's we because uh matt Steele's not going anywhere well you won't have to be here on under the lights <laughs> but you know i love i flourish under the lights. well you just turn the lights on in your apartment okay fine <laughs> i think that'll look really good um apparently there's a lot of like rumors surrounding glenn powell and g 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sydney Slim Powell and Sweeney. Sydney Sweeney. They are starring in a new rom-com for Netflix, I believe. And they have been very beginnings of press stats together. Or like, There's some things that they're showing up together and kind of like flirting in a way that people are like, is there something really going on? Which I feel like is a promotional tactic to promote the movie, truly. Sure. I mean, we were just talking about from Justin to Kelly uh, in the live stream. Yes. And, and they did date for like five seconds. Right. But like... But like, yeah, it was like that was promotional. Yeah, <laughs> was, them having great chemistry was a part of the job. We were saying that like they probably felt pressure to date, right? Because people kind of wanted them to date. Absolutely, and they did. Yeah. So I mean, if Glenn Powell and Cindy Sweetie, I mean, if if they're dating, that's wonderful. Even if they just like had sex once, that's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, it's not great because she is engaged. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, Glenn Powell has announced that he and his girlfriend of however long have. Broken up recently, so like now ish. She unfollowed Sydney Sweeney, unfollowed uh, him. Um, I believe that Sydney Sweeney's fiance is still engaged to her, but that's the drama is that they both are in other relationships. Oh. Or were. He's now single. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> So it's a little different. I well, people are going to see the movie. I guess. I mean, we're all interested. It's true. Um, did you see that SZA finally overtook that man who shall not be named in his number one on the Hot 100 with Kill Bill? Oh yes, I saw that. Her first number one ever. I feel like that song is so ubiquitous and all over the place. It's so deserving of being number one, and especially over an active racist. That if your aunts and uncles are listening to this man, tell them to stop because the fact that like when his album came out, it was number one with so many copies sold. He had so many songs in the top ten of the Hot 100. It just made me. Completely sick. And it's like, of course, we live in America. Everyone's horrible. But, like, you like to think that good can prevail. Fuck that man whose name I won't even say. Okay. All right? But great for SZA. Great for SZA. <laughs> Congratulations to her. We love that for her. Um, I read this and thought this was interesting. And I feel like we have a lot of Disney Cathy's out there. Did you know that That's So Raven was not initially supposed to be called That's a Raven or star Raven Simone. Oh, what was uh, who was the original star? It was a no-named girl. Okay. And apparently when this actress, some, a different actress went uh, to, into audition, the show was called Absolutely Psychic. It wasn't called That's a Raven at all. At that time, Raven wasn't the lead. She was a sidekick. They were looking for a lead, and I came in to audition for the lead. I think the character's name was Molly. When they filmed, they realized Raven was the funniest one and had a following, so they bumped her up to first position, and then they started auditioning people again. I think that was kind of like racism at a low level. It's like, yeah, bitch. Like, like I love you, whoever you are, bringing truth to light, but like... Raven was very much a celebrity at that point. Yeah, I'm surprised like, that Raven was like a. I mean, she was the sidekick in a, um, the first like Xenon movie, and even then, I was just like, why is Raven Simone the sidekick I in know. this movie? It's like, in, like wait, was this after the Cheetah Girls or was this before? Oh, that's, uh, that's so Raven was before the Cheetah okay, Girls. Okay, got it. But it's yes. like to me, as long as we have been, I've been aware of child stars. Raven Simone is the was the first one that came to mind. Oh, uh, absolutely. Well, to me, I've said this many times before. I think Raven Simone is one of the most talented child actresses ever like wow. in terms of like acting and like comedic timing that girl was three years old going toe-to-toe with bill cosby like and upstaging him she was a brilliant brilliant child performer icon. phenomenal icon yeah and, and so i'm glad they made it right before the show premiered but the fact that that was even on the table that raven be the sidekick and of course, it just it just is wild to me because I can't even imagine. Yeah, and I mean that's I mean that's a shame for you know the girl who had that opportunity that was taken away from her. But I mean, show business is hard. That's like true. St- like stories like this happen all the the, the damn time. Absolutely. Like I, the my uh, uh, the one I Alexandra Billings, who's an actress, she's a transgender actress. Mm-hmm. The movie Trans America was supposed to be made for her, and she oh. was supposed to play the lead, who was a transgender woman, and. Uh, and, you know, they were trying to get funding for it and everything. Mm. And uh, people who had the money were just like, um, I believe the story goes just like, we won't fund this movie unless, like, you get a celebrity in the lead. And so that's how Felicity Huffman was cast. I believe that's how the story goes, if I'm wow. wrong, correct me. Uh, but, yeah, so that's how Felicity Huffman ended up playing this character. Mm. When the, the role was made for Alexandra Billings. Could you imagine? Like- that I know that poor woman. Yeah, but, but I mean, stuff like this happens in the industry all the time. It's oh, miserable and horrible. Hopefully, that exact story doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> sure, yes, that, that, like that, that one. Story, that exact story is particularly uh, problematic. Yes, problematic. Uh, so I but, hope that we've moved beyond that. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, wouldn't be surprised. Um, apparently, Disney is suing DeSantis. Uh, Disney is suing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis over the Republican takeover of its theme park district, alleging that the governor waged a targeted campaign of government retaliation after the company opposed a law critics call don't say gay um i'm not super 
digging into this, but I just love that bad things are happening to this horrible thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean if anyone can go toe-to-toe with an entire state government Hello. in a lawsuit, it's, it's Mr. Waltz. Exactly. Disney. Waltz, you know, going to come after it. And it's like, I should, it's a rare day that I'm rooting for a corporation. But here I'm like, yes, corporation. Yes, get that. Slay them. Raven Simone's going to be the lawyer. I would love that for her. Um, did you see that Adele said she fucking hates musicals? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me laugh. She was on uh, the final Carpool Karaoke with James Corden, and she said, I really don't think EGOT is ever going to happen. Uh, I would never write a musical or anything like that because I fucking hate musicals. I fucking hate musicals. I don't think I've ever said how much I fucking hate musicals. <laughs> she Adding did. that she respects the art form, but I don't need to hear everything in a fucking song all the time. I also think ego suits me better. <laughs> I mean, you know, we we heard her say something along these lines when we uh, went to her sort of talk back. Yes. Uh, premiering her I Hate Wine music video. I drink wine. I, I drink wine <laughs> uh, music video. And uh, someone asked her, they're just like, do you like musical theater? And she was just like, um, not really. <laughs> yes. She was a lot more polite about it then she and everything. Was. But she said, but she did enjoy, she was like, oh, I love the one with the mum. The mum. And I was just like, oh, well, Gypsy. She's gypsy, talking about Gypsy yes. and everything. So she does like Gypsy. That's good. Uh, so she does have taste when she does like musicals. Yeah. I think some poor gays in the audience were like, we would love to see you on Broadway. Would you ever like be in the XYZ show? And she's like, no, babes. LOL. (laughs) I wouldn't. Absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah. Well, I love the thing is, I love that she's just so famous that she can just say whatever she wants to say. And you know what? Adele doesn't have to love the same things that I love. Right. We can all like different things. There are things that I like fucking hate. Like, I hate games, but I still hang out with you. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) I don't make you play that many games, though. When was the last time we played a game together? Oh, God. Besides, like, the room we went. I'm thinking more specifically video games. Oh. Oh, speaking of, I didn't even say on my birthday, I finally beat uh, Link's Awakening on the Switch. And we finally beat Ganon. He had so many forms in that final moment of the uh, the game. But man, killed it. Well, shit, you peaked. I really did. I, it was a big day on my birthday on, on Saturday because we could beat Ganon. Man, now, what do you have to look forward to now? We're going to play another Zelda game probably. Okay, great. <laughs> there are so many. Um, John Stamos got the Olsen twins fired at 11 months old for crying. Okay. From Full well, House, which I think is pretty Well, they shouldn't be so goddamn whiny. Hello. Uh, Sarah Snook is probably going to be going to the lead category for Succession for the Emmys, which is very exciting for me. I can't wait to watch the new episode that's coming on tonight because the previous episode uh, made me feel like Sarah Snook's character Shiv was like not in a great position. But then after last week, ever, there's a thing about succession is like everything changes as to like who has the most power which again now that look you know spoiler alert logan's gone uh it's all about who has the most power of these Mm -hmm. kids that are left and i just i'm excited for shiv to have a good moment i also heard that karen colkin's going to be campaigning for really leading actor in a drama as well i mean i wonder if he's gonna how he's gonna go up against jeremy strong though I mean, sometimes you got to pit brother against brother. I mean, you and Mike Steele going up for the same Emmy. What would? Ooh. How would that be? Oh God, my, I think my mom would like collapse and like <laughs> crumble into ash. I love it. There was oh God, what was it? There was like a Tony Award year or like an Oscar year or something. Mm. Or the Tony Award year, I think maybe you were like Amanda Plummer was going against her mother or something. Oh. I, f- I forget. I, it's a piece of trivia that I don't even remember. <laughs> so like, there's no point in talking about it on the that, podcast. Is there anything else you would like to say in the news for idiot section, Matt Steele? I don't think so. So much happens this week. It really did. We had Kesha yes. confirmed Kathy. Yes. Kelly Clarkson. We heard that she has watched our videos and, yes. and enjoyed us. So Kelly Clarkson confirmed Kathy. Yes. Who's next? Who's next? Oh, Who's next? Mariah. <laughs> It'll always my fingers oh, across for Mariah. That will be our final episode. Truly, like, that is the finale. It's just like shut it all down once. <laughs> We like one day. My dream is to just get Mariah on the podcast. Like I want us to interview Mariah Carey. Would we do it like via? We do it however she wanted okay. to do it. All right, <laughs> and that was the dream. I believe it can happen for us, and I've got to manifest it. That's my thoughts for the new year of my life. Let's is that we're manifesting. I would say maybe next ten years of two game nights. That's <laughs> that's, year, that's that's a goal. Next year. No, oh, next year. Next year. All see, right, guys. see you this Christmas, MC. All right. Oh, Christmas time too. Yes. Oh, because she's not busy. Then. I know exactly. She have a lot of free time around then. Yeah. Um. Well, we'll take a quick break, and then we'll be back with more two game nights, the podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Run away with us for the summer. Let's go upstate. That's a melody. Absolutely. Mm. That's one of my favorite melodies from Hamilton. Oh, favorite melodies. And 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 some people, this is their favorite podcast. And uh, yes. if it is your favorite podcast, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Absolutely. You can go to Apple Podcasts now if you enjoy this podcast. Make sure to give us five stars. Leave a nice review. And you can actually leave stars on Spotify these days. So if you're listening on Spotify, give us five stars. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, that segue was a little bit of a, a reach for me. But you know what? We reached and we caught. <laughs> we, we caught. And you know what? As bad as it was, it's in the past now. It is. Because now we are on to email my heart. Yes. This is the section of the podcast where we answer any questions that you guys might have. You can be a part of email my heart if you email us at twogameats at gmail.com. Two is spelled T-W-O. Yes. So we got some questions from people. Yes. In the chat today. And so we have one first question from Liam, which is a bit more for Matt Steele, but I've been told I can answer as well. Uh, Liam asks, who are you hoping to hear um, when the Tony nominations are announced on Tuesday, I guess you're, who are you hoping gets a lot of nominations? It's coming up. I didn't realize it was happening on Tuesday. That's so soon. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, I will say that I have not seen any of the shows because <laughs> I have not been in New York for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're both big Kimberly Akimbo fans. So, like, to see that get as many nominations as it can. I would love to. I assume, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Bonnie Mulligan is going to get. Oh. I assume. I feel like she's the front runner for featured actress in a musical for Kimberly Akimbo. Um, she's how, singing her face off oh, in that show. phenomenal. But I would also love to see Ali Mazi get a Tony nomination. Mm. I talked about Ali Mazi when I talked about Kimberly Akimbo a couple weeks ago. I've always been such a fan of of her I think her comedic timing is amazing so I would love to see her finally get a Tony nomination for that does she play the mom she plays the mom okay, and so and the show is like a big critical success so I could see it getting two nominations in the featured actress category um I would say the front runner for featured actor in a musical would be Alex Newell and Shucked. Mm. Um, and that would be a cool win. A lot of people felt that he was uh, robbed of a nomination for Once on This Island a few years ago. So a vocalist be, as well. Oh, phenomenal. And so so I would really like to see those things. I, I don't know. The Tony nominations are always hard because I haven't see you have, you have to see the shows right and, and you can listen to the cast recordings as well to get a sense of like sort of what you're rooting for yes um but it's, it's kind of hard if you haven't seen the shows i know you know so but but we're both we both love kimberly akembo we do we're rooting for victor and i wonder who's going to win though leading actress between victoria clark and like annalee ashford mm. yeah. What's annalee and, Mika- and michaela diamond in uh, parade my god What's- annalee ashford's for sweeney todd oh okay um both of them already have tony awards so spread the wealth babes <laughs> i guess oh so michaela diamond maybe who knows who knows but uh but yeah i'm, I'm interested to see how that race will will shake out That's i exciting. imagine josh groban is the front runner for leading actor in a musical for sweeney todd do you think there is a world in which Kimberly Kimbo does not win Best Musical. Uh, we were talking about this in the live chat earlier. Mm. I, I do see it still being the front runner. Okay. Um, I mean, it's competition, I guess, is Some Like It Hot, which is a, a musical comedy, and then there's Shucked, which is another musical comedy. And lately, um, even if when musical comedy, the big musical comedies like have a big fan base, mm-hmm. the Tony uh, voting committee tends to still award the more quaint, uh, dramatic musical Mm -hmm. like um i was talking about a strange loop uh winning over six last year and uh uh, hades town winning over the prom in back in 2019 the band's visit winning over something big and splashy and funny like spongebob uh back in 2018 so so i still think that um kimberly akimbo because it is sort of the the critical darling and the more intimate show and more dramatic show will uh still be considered the front runner okay. also it's Janine Tesori like she's so well respected by now in the theater industry so I could see I could I could see Kimberly Akimbo still being the front runner after time okay my yeah. fingers are crossed I'm open to listening to Shucked absolutely knowing that Alex Newell's in it and you know how I feel about their voice it's apparently really really fun I love that and that set design is gorgeous <laughs> like I lo- I just love looking at pictures of that stage with that big old barn and the lighting and it. it looks so good and I love anything that's going to get the corn kid on a red carpet I love that child and I want good things for him so I love that he was there yeah <laughs> but the thing is Mariah Carey is producer on Some Like It Hot that's Musical true. so are you actively rooting against Mariah Carey I'm not I of course want Mariah to win however she can get a Tony that evening if it happens I would love that okay <laughs> that's something I hope for but 
I feel like she could live without. She wouldn't be terribly brokenhearted if she didn't win. It wouldn't be like 1986 The Grammys, which she was brokenhearted about. We remember sure. that vividly. We really do. Um, so we have another follow-up question. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to who asked this. But in the spirit of Justice for Bionic, which our friend patron Michael S. was posting in the chat just now, what album that most consider bad do you love? And I was making a list during the break. And I don't know that people consider these bad a lot, but people might just assume they're not great judging from the artist or judging from the time period in their lives, whatever, whatever. Ashley Simpson's autobiography, I cannot stress enough, is excellent. Who and calls that album bad? I don't know that people know of the album. People, when they think of Ashley Simpson, think of her on SNL doing that hoedown. And lest we forget that the album's excellent, like better than it had any right to be, that reality show led right into this album. It was a huge hit for a reason. It's not just like, oh, she's Jessica Simpson's sister. This is a great collection of songs. Please listen to Autobiography. That album was everywhere. It was. It like defined like a certain year of high school that I won't say. <laughs> it absolutely did. And so I just don't want us to forget it. I don't want the hoedown to take precedence over the music. Yes. Uh, Mariah Carey's Glitter is being mentioned, and that is absolutely an excellent album, which if you listened to it at the time, you knew, but it did flop. Uh, Pussycat Dolls second album Doll Domination which featured I Hate This Part and When I Grow Up I feel like no one takes the PCD girl seriously and that second album is excellent that second album is great it who is doesn't great. I feel think like people just don't good. take them seriously much like the Girlicious album also another Robin Anton group kind of like Canada's Angel the Pussycat Dolls Great album, absolutely. Brandy's aphrodisiac. I don't know if the world dislikes it, but you know who dislikes it? Brandy. And she's wrong. <laughs> she's always like, yeah, that was wrong. We should have done XYZ. And it's like, no, you did everything right on aphrodisiac. And like, let's give it its flowers. I feel like a lot of artists do that when their albums underperform. They blame the material when like, really, you should be blaming your record label or the single choices. Like the album sometimes is there. Or blame the fans. Blame who the fans. Just blame the goddamn fans at this I mean, point. That's what Frank Ocean would do. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> he hates his fans. Uh, I also love Goodbye Lullaby by Avril Lavigne. That was the more like acoustic y one. It had the single What the Hell, also a single Smile, but kind of was like it's more acoustic. Um, guitar based and I think she did a lot of the songs with her then ex-husband the Sum 41 lead guy uh, Derek Wimbley and they just made a great album together that I feel like goes unnoticed Greetings from Emory House by The Click Five was a great album that very much underperformed and no one remembers The Click Five The Click Five I, I haven't mean, heard that I know and I realized they mostly just existed in on the TV screens in like your local Abercrombie or American Eagle but I swear that album is excellent they have a song called Pop Princess which is very good I just want us all to give The Click five more because that was a great record and harmonium by vanessa carlton underperformed that's a gorgeous album gorgeous album top to bottom any album that opens with the brilliance that is white houses yes oh yes what a song that just like structureless and but perfect exactly <laughs> like, who needs like any form of structure or organization that song who just goes that? and you just go along the ride with yes. it. yes yeah um i guess my choice would be I, I wouldn't say people call this a bad album but whenever i see people give their rank i say this all the time so yeah. this will come as a shock to no one whenever i see people give their ranking of rankings of like taylor swift albums and lover is so <laughs> close to the bottom I i'm just know. like i i it's like, okay, is the album a little too long and it yes. has songs that don't need to be there? Were the single choices questionable? Yes. Sure. But that I think that album is the perfect pop... No, I wouldn't say perfect. <laughs> I, I would say it is the perfect pop album for her in terms yes. of her... Because 1989 was so sound and phenomenally done like sonically repute but it it didn't have as much of the the lyrical juicy juicy lyrical personal content yes. that her other albums had reputation had more like uh personal lyrics that she's known for and everything and and but there were some choices sonically that didn't really fit her as well so i think lover is the perfect combination of her strengths in a pop album Absolutely. I would say and the song Cruel Summer not being a single is just a travesty and a crime against humanity we all agree on that yes like no one disagrees with you there right De yes Death by a Thousand Cuts mm. Cornelia Street mm. oh I was listening to Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince the, the other day oh great so like it is it just feels like it, the album just feels so her and that is why I have a lot of respect and admiration for the album Lover and Absolutely. I and I get it COVID happened it was a weird time it was a weird time she released The Man as a single which like I don't dislike I The Man I hate The Man <laughs> I, I hate that I don't dislike The Man but it's not the but choice it's not the, it's not the choice. choice when there are so many great there are choices. hits right in front of you they're, they're right in front of you but you know what what you gonna do what can you do what can you do that's deal yes I have a question for you yes what has been giving you moments so this is a bizarre moment oh for me 
Um, th- th- and it goes along with something I did this week that yes. I never in a million years saw myself I would never, doing. I never saw you doing it either. <laughs> I really so, didn't. Uh, one of my best friends, Arthur, huge, huge fan of Glee. Huge Leah Michelle stan. And... <laughs> And when Arthur stands, he stands hard. Good for and him. And so Arthur, I haven't seen Arthur in a little while. And I haven't seen my friend Derek in a little while or my friend Jasmine in a little while. And they were all like, we're going to a Glee party, which was at this club. Oh, I forget where it was. It was the Vermont something in, okay. on Vermont in, in L.A. And a DJ, I guess, is touring the country hosting these Glee parties where he's just playing Glee covers and like on the big screens are just like the numbers from Glee that people are watching. And I have never seen a full episode of Glee in my life. And, but I was just like, you know what? I want to see my friends. So I went in there not knowing what to expect. I was expecting to be a little scared. (laughs) I mean, the Gleeks are no joke. The Gleeks are no joke. They're serious. And guys, it was so fun. Wow. It was, and the reason why I found it so fun was because they, the point wasn't to just like, oh, we're, it's, it's a club and we're all just dancing and getting into it. It's like, no, no. We are here to sing along to the songs and to act along to the songs. And those Gleeks were going for it. They were, the uh, DJ had this girl who was like his like hype man. Mm. But, and she was like, pull, there were people dressed as Cheerios, the cheerleaders in Glee. Oh, and, right. And, That's what they were called. And uh, pulling them up on stage. And they were acting their faces off, performing their faces off and everything. I showed you video footage of when they played Leah's Don't Rain on My Parade. You did. And everyone in that room was giving it. <laughs> And I just loved watching people living their best lives yes. and having fun. And and when you can, because you know, I I don't like go to clubs often or like at all actually. Um, but when I go, it's like okay, they're playing some sort of. I, I go to see friends and everything. Right. Uh, but when I go, I'm like okay, they're playing some songs that I relatively know. But mostly, it it it's sometimes the night turns into just like oh, we're just playing basic house music right. that you don't know and everything. But this felt like remember going to school dances I and you were there just like singing like your favorite songs with your friends yes. and so that's kind of what it felt it felt it had that innocence of like were a you singing dance. along yeah why not right. when Just that fr- when that rebecca black friday cover came on i was like yes let's go it i was, forgot they did that it was so stupid and <laughs> so fun and it was so interesting because i haven't seen much of glee but seeing how those songs played out in the tv show yes and just like being wide-eyed and like wow this was done like have you ever seen when glee did born this way I, if I did, I forgot it. it. I think it was born this way, where they're all wearing T-shirts about like their biggest insecurity. Mm. Like Lee Michelle's character in Glee is wearing a T-shirt that says "Nose," <laughs> and and uh, 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 Naya Rivera is wearing a T-shirt that says "Lebanese." <laughs> there was a girl at the at the Glee party who had a T-shirt that said "Lebanese" on That's it, and I was like funny. iconic. And then like at the end of the song, Ellie Kemper like opens up her jacket to Matthew Morrison, and it says "OCD," <laughs> like in such a dramatic. It was it was, and I laughed so hard it was just so much fun and also it it made me a little sad because i was i remember just there being there thinking wow they really aren't writing like pop hits like they were from like Hello. 2008 to 2014 They're really not. like they real like songs that you could just immediately sing along to like if glee was on now they what would they cover like they can't cover like a steve lacy song i know can't cover halsey like like <laughs> like <laughs> what tribute episode it, because now that music pop music is just vibes yes like they're not songs that have that feeling that you just want to like sing along. Do you, you know? know? Was there a moment where they played my favorite Glee cover, which is the "Someone Like You" uh, slash "Rumor Has It" mashup that uh, Santana did with uh, Amber Riley's character? I think someone else. Who I forgot. Did they? I don't think they did. It's so good. Like, and I'm not a Glee myself, but that was on high rotation. Oh yeah. For me. Oh, and let me tell you what I went insane. <laughs> When telephone started, because when was the last time you rocked out to telephone in a bar? It's been a long time, and (laughs) and I just forgotten just how joyous that song makes me feel. What a perfect Perfect song! Song, oh my god, just. And so, are you going to become a Glee? Like, are you going to watch this show? No, <laughs> I, I, I have too much to watch. Just I'm making so sorry. sure. Big Brother 25 is starting end of June, beginning of July. Mm, I'm, a, I'm a little you're busy. occupied. Yes, okay, I see. Um, but I mean, and just seeing all those fans there, just like having the time of their lives, they were having so much fun, and it was adorable. And and I liked seeing my friends. Uh, did they have fun too? Were oh they? yeah, we had a great time. Right. 
Yeah. Well, I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's what was so giving good. you moments besides uh, finding out that Kesh is a Kathy, Kelly's a Kathy, I and, know. and that uh, you, you survived another year on Earth? I did survive another year. Um, I just have to say, and I've only watched one episode, so I'm sure this might be giving me moments again once I finish the season, but I feel like TikTok and like the internet has been pushing the show Jury Duty on me so hard. And I was, but the thing is, I was curious about it. It's basically a show that is not exactly scripted it's like everyone's led to be like this is what the beats for the day and it's everyone's an actor on set except one man named Mm -hmm. Ronald and who thinks that he's like in an actual jury duty setting and they're just doing a documentary while this jury duty process is happening and uh, but James Marsden is in it and he plays himself Uh but like a very egotistical version of James Marsden and there are all these people that are in there hoping they don't get like you know brought up to the final 12 people to be in jury duty and because James Marsden calls the paparazzi on himself to try to get out of jury duty they decide they have to be sequestered and like live like off site somewhere and it's just so funny to watch this guy who's like thinking he's living a real moment with all everyone else on the set as an actor mm-hmm. everyone is just responding to like the truth that he gives them like Ronald was talking to James Marsden and I was like wait I think were you, you were in that movie Sonic and he's like yeah yeah I was in that and he's like I heard that was really bad that's so <laughs> funny and it's just so it makes me wonder how they cast the guy like the actual real person because he's so winning and charming it seems very clear that no one on set like the actors or the production wants Ronald to be the butt of the joke like Uh it's not like a prank show it's like but they want to build a world for him where he comes across kind of like a hero and he's just put in these so ridiculous situations that the other actors are placing him in like I've seen previews of this guy who comes in and has fashioned like chair pants for himself where he just can sit wherever he is he can just sit Uh down it's just like it's essentially like the office but if one person was real yeah and you're like this is such a crazy concept it's like an improv show essentially so like does that mean it can still go into production during the writer's strike Uh, well i mean it's over now it has been shot so they've released all the episodes i'm not sure how they're gonna do a season two but two i'm available someone's gonna need to write the beats if nothing else like i feel like it was like these are the days of the shoot this is what happens so i feel like they can't go into production until the writer's strike is figured out listen there's some scabs out there who'll be be willing to don't be a scab matt (laughs) Steele. i know you're talking of yourself and i need you to not do that listen i'm not gonna be a scab but yes. like I'm not gonna uh, discourage other scabs <laughs> from becoming scabs if they want to become scabs I'm discouraging we stand with unions <laughs> we're discouraging scabs Matt Steele this is all jokes <laughs> I'm being serious no 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 <laughs> we love or everyone am I uh, am I joking or am I, you don't know because I'm improvising that, right that's the thing you're improvising I could be on camera this could all you could be a joke of a person you could be an actor right the now. entirety of the last 10 years of two gay mats oh has God. essentially been like a Truman Show-esque thing oh, for you and I'm Ronald I'm the yes. hero of it all and I'm here to make it so difficult. Well, you've done a great job. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just saying the show is very fun. It's on Amazon Freebie, which I don't really know what that means. It essentially means I have to watch on Amazon Prime but still watch commercials, which is annoying. But it's just – it's well, I felt warm watching the first episode. I'm excited to watch more of it. It seems like – I they appreciate the the angle and making sure that the actual person isn't made to look dumb, you know? Like mm-hmm. I feel like that would be something we would have done back in 2010, 2011. Sure. It's like remember that gay show Boy Meets Boy where there was like a <laughs> gay person who had to like try to find another gay person, but there were other straights that were pretending to be gay and this this isn't that. I mean, that was <laughs> Great television, could, though. We could never make it. We, now. we could never make, never it, make now, it now. But man, what a show! Oh, is that all on YouTube? I'm gonna have I'm to binge sh- that. I'm sure it is. I'm Excellent. sure it's on the same channel where you find your bug juice. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they've uploaded all of Boy Meets Boy. But uh, jury duty, I, I so far so good. Unless I watch an episode that I don't like, then I'll tell you. But so far, I'm loving it. All Can't right, wait well, to watch more. thank you for putting jury duty out there in the universe. Yes. I hope it doesn't attach to me this week. <laughs> I hope I don't get called yes. in for jury this duty. This is the only jury duty we want for Matt Steele, unless I end up being the Ronald. That would be great. That would be- that's great promo. He's going on like a press tour with James Marsden to promote the show. Right How now. did he even like get hired he, for it? I was reading an interview about him in GQ, in GQ, and he was truly just looking for a job. And they had posted it like on an Indeed, like an act, like a job kind of site that was like, "Hey, we're going to be filming a jury duty thing. Do you want to come in and interview and see if you could be a part of this jury duty documentary? It's a special thing." Okay, interesting. Um, so just go on Indeed. Look at anything that looks suspicious. You don't think I'm on Indeed? <laughs> I'm not on Indeed. Get on there if anything looks like. Why would you make a documentary of this? I wouldn't think that would be legal. Audition. Okay, great. All right. Perfect. 
Guys, this has been a joy. It has. What a busy week. What a busy week. Even yeah. though there wasn't a lot of news, we had a lot of news personally. And we I'm really glad. did. We could share it with all of you. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to tell the people before we say goodbye? That we love you. Thank you for uh, sticking with us throughout 200 podcasts. Yes. It doesn't it feel like 200. It, it feels like we just started yesterday. It does, but, but we really didn't. <laughs> we really didn't. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. We'll be back soon with more Two Game Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.